Greetings, everybody. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James Font, and with me, as always, Caleb Font. Good morning, everybody. I have a cold again, because... I've been playing way too many video games late at night and then getting up, getting like five hours of sleep. Video games, plural. Okay, one video game, mm -hmm. uh, Rainbow Six Siege. James is slightly addicted to this particular game. Caleb and I have never, well, I have never played with Caleb at 5.30 in the morning before work. Yes, Twice. we have-ish, maybe. Twice or three times? Two or three times now. Yeah, so, because yeah, that's how desperate I am. And I bought it for Caleb so that uh, he would play with me because he's my only morning friend. Yeah. He's my only friend who wakes up in the morning. I'm the, yeah, pretty much. I don't think Jonathan does, does he? No, he's he doesn't like waking up in the morning. Uh, but yeah, he's, he gets on so early, though. He gets on early and then he gets on when he gets off work. Hmm. Anyways. I don't know, it depends. Yeah, so James is slightly addicted to Rainbow Six. And for good reason, it is a good game. It is a good, solid game that... Even if you get really good at it, there's always somebody better than you. Oh, yes, always, because there's literally Pro League yeah, where people make money. Really? I yeah. didn't know they there's actually Pro have... League. Where it's on ESPN. Oh, they actually do an ESPN one. I'm pretty sure. I hope I never meet one of those guys. No, you shouldn't, hopefully, because they're probably level like 200. Yeah. I actually found, I met a, uh, uh, what do they call them, where they only play one character in the game. I, yeah, I don't know what that's called. I, anyways, I actually met a guy who did that. He played the dude with the giant shield that, you know, like, crunch, crunch, and goes oh, all the way big. Yeah. Anyways, he was ridiculously good at it. Yep. And it was awesome. It took him forever to get the final kill, but he eventually got it. But it was so cool. It, it, it really is good. fun to watch people that are way better than you. But the thing is, is like, why would you want to play just one character? Because uh, he probably has been playing since the start of the game, and so that was the only character he had. And then he just kept playing and didn't buy anybody. Or he's just one of those people that, you know, <laughs> once you get really good at one character, it's just your natural fallback. And he's just one of those people who's like, screw everybody else. I'm just, I'm really good at this particular character. Yep. I mean, I'm just trash at everything, so. Yeah. Well, not complete trash. No, not complete trash. But I'm not good. Yeah. But anyways, Rainbow Six, what's so much fun about it is that you can do so many different approaches to, to be able to get to the objective. You can it's not just loud and proud. You can do quiet as a mouse. Yeah, you can do silent but deadly. <laughs> just like everyone's farts. <laughs> Especially you girls. I know you fart sometimes. Yeah, they do. Have you ever farted in the couch and then, like not told your wife and then got up and walked away? And she was like, have you been gassing? And, and you went, oh, no, honey, it must be the dead rat that I found <laughs> under the couch. <laughs> and just like, yes, I did that last night when we, we were watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I was letting it rip into the couch, not telling my wife. And I got up. Were you, were you watching Beyblade? Let her rip. What? Never mind. <laughs> okay. But anyways. I was like, yeah, in the morning, please do not sit down on that section of the couch. You will regret it. You might die. You might die. Now, speaking of farts, Caleb has a hilarious story about farts. I do. There's a professional dart player. Who, because we're five years old in this program. Exactly. We, you know, we come up with things that we want to actually talk about. And it just happens that, like he says, we're five years old. And so, as such, we like to talk about farting. Anyways, Gary Anderson is a dart player. He's a professional. Uh, he does this for a living, and uh, he was playing against a gentleman from, uh, <laughs> um, he was a, a Dutchman. So anyways, the Dutchman is blaming this this uh, Gary for letting it rip while they're playing darts. 
<laughs> so that way it was such a it was such a what how do you say it yeah, it says twice world champion scotsman gary anderson 47 won friday's match 10 to 2 to reach the quarterfinals but his dutch opponent wesley harms 34 said he was affected by a fragrant smell Anderson, <laughs> fragrant. I fragrant. would never say a flatulence is fragrant. I guess it is fragrant. It's just like not the word you think of. It's not the word you would. W- Anderson has left. <laughs> he thought that Anderson farted, basically. And he's, this is his quote. It, it, <laughs> it'll take me two nights to lose this smell from my nose. I'm told How del- you're not a chef. How delicate is your nostrils? I don't know, but I guess when you're playing dart. How delicate are your nostrils? I should say. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, so yeah, so the so and so, uh, the Dutchman is like Gary, who's like, nah, it wasn't me. It was a smell like over over that way. It's like it wasn't me. I thought it was him. <coughs> oh my gosh! It was like the total ten year old blaming each other for farting on stage. So remember, kids, if you're ever in a high stakes dart competition, <laughs> eat a lot of beans before. <laughs> and you will ruin your opponent's ability to throw a dart. And cabbage. Beans and cabbage. Beans and cabbage. Well, and some you, onions, too. I think about and it. And broccoli. He's a Scotsman. So he's probably, you know, downing the cabbage and corned beef. So before it hands. And all, all the alcohol he can find. Probably. Yeah. So it was really funny. He was totally like, I swear on my son's life that I did not do this. So. I like that accent, Caleb. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's like, was that was that Irish? Was that was that Scottish? Was that English? Where did you come up with this accent? But anyways, so yeah, uh, he ended up losing in the final rounds, but there was still some controversial about. He was like grabbing his nose and looking at the other dude, like like he did something. But uh, yeah, so so if you ever play Gary Anderson in a game of darts, uh, just be prepared to play uh, a stinky round there. A stinky round. A stinky round. So, Caleb, what's the most you've ever spent on a pair of pants? Jeans, specifically. Probably 60 bucks for a good pair of Duluths. See, I think I've spent about 50 bucks on a pair of uh, American Eagle. Okay, yeah. That's not too much, not too bad. No, that's not bad for a pair, good pair of jeans. No, and I've had them for over a year, and I still like them. But I, uh, according to Fine Tailored, top 10 expensive jeans... Oh, gosh. We'll start. We'll just skip around a little bit. The number 10 on this list, it's three in one or three times one. I don't know how to pronounce it. Three in that. one? So is it? It's three like X ones. Jeans, so. capris, and shorts? Sure. <laughs> With the zipper. Remember those? Those were so much fun. Those were awesome. <laughs> You're total dad if you wear them. No offense. <laughs> Back to the 90s, ladies and gentlemen. So they are made to order service, isn't exactly cheap. Three in one charges at least. $1,200 for their custom fit jeans. What? $1,200. Okay, $1, that's not too bad. So that was number 10. Not too bad. Uh, come on, Caleb. You gotta, you're, we're both poor. You got to think about people who actually have money here. You know, Ouch. in Hollywood and stuff. Or Holy who need to, have the, uh, need to have the status of having the cool jeans. <laughs> so the other, the, other, uh, the other jeans, we'll just skip down to five from 10. So twelve is the lowest on this list. Twelve hundred dollars is the lowest on this list. Lowest for a pair of jeans. Yes, APO jeans, the most expensive jeans in the world, often come with luxurious bling. More importantly, the jeans come with a small diamond in place of the usual button, making rich people feel luxurious just by unbuttoning their pants. The price of each 
APO jeans depends on the gems and materials used. But a $4,000 bill is pretty normal price for just ordering one pair. So I could purchase my car or a pair of jeans with a diamond for a button. Yep. (laughs) So we'll skip down to number two. Okay, number two. Dessault apparel, trashed denim line. That's what they look like. Okay, so I'm looking at this picture going, I I think I have a pair of those. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Just without the skull and the bling. I'm pretty sure I could find a patch Something <laughs> and like iron it on. <laughs> hey, look, I found this skull on eBay for $10. I'm going to iron that sucker There we there. go. Now I'm worth, no, these are worth so much money. That's right. So, Caleb, guess how much these pants are worth. I'm going to guess six. Go six. Six thousand? Yeah. Okay, so we went from 1,200 yeah. at number 10 down to five, number five with... Four thousand. Okay, yeah, I'm still going. You're still going to say six? Uh, I'm going to bump it to seven. You are so low. Oh my god! The gosh. luxurious jeans go for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a pop, making them only accessible to the most <laughs> stupid, the most disgustingly rich people on earth. The most. I have all this money. These pants look like rapper pants. Like, the only people that would wear these pants are rappers. Like, I don't think I would ever see Elon Musk rocking these. I don't know. He, he might. is disgustingly rich. Yes. He's worth billions of dollars. But I don't think he would wear these. So, so you could buy a Ferrari or these jeans. Yep. Yeah. Basically. But you already have five Ferraris because you're rich. And you just, like, put another hole in your jeans that does make sense what you need new pants and so you go and buy these but there's already holes in those jeans so so this uh, uh, I, I i know that's why my analogy didn't make any sense <laughs> you, you're cool and you gotta have these jeans caleb you don't understand status when you're fabulously wealthy yeah that's what i want to do i want to spend two hundred thousand dollars on a pair of jeans now number one the secret circus clothing oh my gosh is that what it's called what is that looks like something my wife has yeah circus is that circus secret circus yeah number one secret yeah number one secret circus clothing a few years ago under the radar clothing a few years ago under the radar clothing designer secret circus clothing made everyone's jaw drop when they announced a pair of jeans worth guess caleb five hundred thousand Keep going. What? Keep going. 750,000. Keep going. A million? Keep going. 1.5? A little lower. 1.3 million dollars. It's easily the most expensive pair of jeans ever created, giving whoever buys it literally a million dollar booty. I'm guessing those are diamonds then, like With true. a price like that, you might think no one would be crazy enough to buy it. But no, someone actually picked up a pair through Secret Service clothing. Kept the buy what? But no, someone actually picked up a pair, though Secret Service clothing kept the buyer's identity a secret. The company is infamous for keeping its activities under wraps, so it's probably the reason why you haven't heard of them before. Uh, sounds slightly sketchy. <laughs> At first glance, a million-dollar pair of jeans doesn't really look out of the ordinary. What? At first glance, the million-dollar jeans don't really look out of the ordinary. A lot of people probably wouldn't even give it a second look until they see the back of the jeans. On the right pocket is encrusted with 15 
real diamonds. The main reason for the $1.3 million price. You're going to destroy your furniture. It's a luxurious design only rich people would find fashionable. I, I mean, like, you're going to sit down and you're going to gouge whatever so you sit So, if in. you look at my kitchen table, you're actually sitting on one. If you look at my kitchen chairs, on the right side, there's a bunch of scratches. Yeah. Because I keep my... I have a key ring with three keys on it. And don't ask me why, because people think I'm insane. I keep it in my back pocket. <laughs> uh, that's where I keep my keys. And it scratches the heck out of our furniture. I cannot imagine what diamonds would do. <laughs> yeah. There's a because hole. it's literally the hardest substance. Why is there a hole under my butt cheek? Every seat I sit in. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, give me the most blingiest pants. <laughs> give me the most homosexual looking pants you got. I want diamonds on both pockets and the button. How much is that going to put me back? <laughs> At least $2. <laughs> With a bunch of zeros. With a bunch of zeros. Yeah, if it's 1.5 just for the right pocket, I want them on the left pocket, and I want one honking diamond in the front. As the button. As the button. Okay, just thought I'd specify that. As the button. So, Caleb has an update on our barrel friend. I do have an update on our friend. If you listen to one of our podcasts. Yeah, we're not sure which one. I can't one. remember which one, but there was a guy uh, in a barrel trying to cross the Atlantic. A Frenchman, to be specific. Yes, a uh, Frenchman, he decided he would build a barrel, and he would float across the ocean, taking, I think he said it was like going to be like three to four months as the amount of time. Anyway, so I, I was just curious, so I looked and see, where is this gentleman at at the moment? Well, he is actually between uh, South America, actually almost dead center of South America and Africa right now. Hmm. Yeah, so he's, he's cruising is, right along. Is he where he wanted to be? Yeah, I mean, well, I... He's just going with the tide, so he's just like wherever he... He's just like, whatever, I'm just going to go. Just going to do this. So yeah, there's a Frenchman out in the middle of the ocean, so beware, people. Make sure not to hit him. Yes. He, I mean, it would be really difficult because his barrel is ginormous. Was, if you want to hear about the uh, the what we talked about, it's back in episode 12. Episode 12. But anyways, yeah. Eggnog. Yeah, his barrel is a giant orange thing, and it's it's pretty... Pretty cool. I'll link it again down in the description if you care to track his progress. Yeah, I think he's I think he's had one of his bottles of wine now because he had two bottles of wine, one for one, his birthday and one for the new year. One for the new year. Um, so I I think he's already broke open at least one of his bottles of wine, and then he has a thing of cheese. I I think he was going to eat it for his birthday, which I think was in March. So so he's getting close to his birthday. I think so be sure to go on his Twitter. If he has one. I think he does. I think he has a Twitter. Um, but yeah, he you can actually go on to a website and you can actually track, you know, like follow his track. It's not very, check it about once every three weeks or it's not interesting. You're like, ooh, he moved two feet. Because I'm looking at it and going, he's going south now. Wait, how long, where, how far is he? And I had to zoom all the way out and I'm like, oh, he's made some progress. Good for you, my friend. I know. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. And speaking of over the ocean... Uh, I have another one about bullfighters. 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 Well, not just any kind of bullfighters. These ones come from China. And when you come from China, what kind of fighting do you do? Kung fu, people. Kung fu bullfighting. Yes, this is actually a thing. I actually watched the YouTube video of it, and I was rather intrigued. So here's a little bit of it. Uh, several times a week... I'm just reading from the article I found. Kung Fu teacher Rin Rizui 
enters a ring to spar with a bovine opponent and five times his weight and capable of killing him. Ren's mixed martial arts and bullfighting worries his mother, but the 24-year-old has never been hurt. Besides, he says, grappling with a snorting bull is exciting. <laughs> oh my gosh. It symbolized the bravery of men, Ren told the return in China, eastern province in Beijing. I did not say that ring. Beijing. What? Why is it bait? No? No, Beijing. Yeah, Beijing with a Z. <laughs> yep. Uh, Maybe they were wrong. Yeah. Unlike Spain, more famous sport, the Chinese ver- uh, variant of bullfighting involves no swords nor gore. Instead, they fuse moves of wrestling with the skill and speed of a kung fu to bring down the beast weighing up to 882 pounds. You know who'd be really good at this? A Bockelman? No, Poe. Poe? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he weighs like 800 pounds. Well, you know, but he could just use the, the wooshy finger hold. On a cow? But there's no pinky. Yeah, on the horn. There's no fingers. On the horn, on the very tip of the horn. But even, how did he get the bull? Like, because he's fighting that bull. Oh, I don't remember that. Did the bull have fingers? Probably. I think it's it did. Movie. I think that bull had fingers. Why would a bull have fingers? I don't know. I just want to make that a t-shirt now. Why would a bull have fingers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I watched the video, and at first I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Like, you know, you're thinking of, like, the rodeo where our bulls just go absolutely bonkers, or, like, in bullfighting where they're, like, charging the guy. No, they're just standing. Like, they lead them into the middle of the arena. They're just standing there, and they're just, like, chill. They're like, whatever, bro. I'm just here. And the kung fu dude is like, Whoa! And then he grabs the dude's horns and starts like ripping, trying to rip his head off. And you're like, the bull's like, and then the bull's fi- trying to like fight a Toyota Corolla here. And then the bull's finally like, whoa, wait a second, what's happening? And by then, the bull's head, he's like looking upside down at the ceiling. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Oh my gosh. So I actually have a link. I have a link to both the the farting one and the uh, bullvine fighting. Uh, Be sure to look for those in the description below. Yeah, because they're doing all these kung fu moves and stuff, and then they, like, tackle this cow that's just standing there. It doesn't, yeah. I don't know who comes up with these, but I'm sure it wasn't wasn't a woman. Oh, most definitely. And I'm pretty sure it was somebody drinking um, a a male beverage of some kind. A male beverage? A male beverage. That sounds really gross, Caleb. (laughs) Adult beverage. That also sounds gross. An adult beverage? I know. Alcohol's just gross, man. Alcohol alcohol even though it's super fun to have a beer or two and play rainbow six siege <laughs> yes dude just don't do a drinking game with deaths no you will die you, you will, will die of alcohol poisoning. you will die of alcohol poisoning <laughs> though you might be more interesting to listen to than most of the people that's on that, that is game. very true but anyways yeah so bullfighting fart darts expensive jeans expensive jeans what was your other topic that you had james That was it. Oh, no, you're right. So, Caleb, did you know that Elon Musk has... The the billionaire Elon Musk, inventor of PayPal and SpaceX and Tesla and the Boring Company and probably other stuff I don't know about? I think I know about him, yeah. He's cameoed in TV and movies. Oh. He was in The Big Bang Theory. And he talked to one of the characters for an extensive period of time and shared a half-eaten piece of pie with him. Okay. It was they're they were both at a uh, 
a soup kitchen on uh, Thanksgiving. Okay. And they're just talking, and the guy's like, you're, you're, you're Elon Musk. He's like, yeah. He's like, this is how I give back to the community. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, look, this homeless person didn't quite eat this pie. You want to share it with me? Ooh. And the guy's like, yeah, <laughs> sharing half-eaten piece of pie with Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> And then uh, the other the other one that was more notable, like he's done very small cameos just with rich people. Yeah. But he was in uh, Iron Man 2, and he briefly meets with Tony Stark and is like, oh, hey, how's it going, Tony? And he's like, Elon, nice to see you. Yeah. And then he just walks off screen, and that's it. And I was like, wow. He's like a real-life Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. Making, you know, spaceships that can re-land. Because he did that himself. He doesn't have a pile of engineers behind him. But oh, no. He no. came up with the idea and probably with the concept. Yeah. Well, with the con- concept is easy. You can be like, all right, I want you to make this, and then they make it. But also, I bet he had... He has to have some engineering. He must, because we know a lot about Elon Musk, as you can tell. And uh, yeah. so... We're really up to date on him. But anyways, what I thought was funny... Not funny, but something I found interesting is I was like, huh, I wonder how much Robert Downey Jr. is worth. Like, they just shook hands. A lot of wealth just shook hands. Yeah. So Robert Downey Jr., according to one Google search and the top result, is worth $300 million. That's that's a bit of money. That's a lot of Marvel money. That's a, Yeah, that's pretty much all it is anymore. Guess how much Elon Musk is worth? Because he's an actual inventor. He's created things that people use and want. Well, James already told me this before, so I'm just going to go, I'm just going to throw out a fake number because I already know it. Uh, $7 billion. A lot higher. $22 billion. I was wrong. $20.7 oh. billion. With a B. Twenty point. I was only off by $2 billion. So he could buy a lot of those pants. He could buy a lot of those pants. He could actually buy a hundred. Th- actually, a lot. We're just going to go with a lot because there's over 100,000 of those pants. He could buy a lot of those pants because who cares? No, he could buy... No, a hundred thousand of those pants with just one billion. Yeah, yeah. And so, so, so he could buy two million. He yeah. could buy a lot of pants. Two million of, of those, those pants of those one million dollar pants of those one million dollar one point whatever one point three million dollars one point three million pants. Yeah, because <laughs> he wants diamonds on his butt. <laughs> well, there was somebody who, who doesn't want diamonds on their butt. Uh, me. It's like a superpower. Although that's what poor people would say. <laughs> I don't want that. It's stupid. Oh, I want plastic I can Chinese. afford it. Ooh. Caleb, I'm not from a trailer park. I don't need sparklies on my butt. <laughs> so I, I like Duluth because they have this little, you know, as a man, there's things that happen when you try to bend and move. Like right now, Caleb is manspreading. People am, would be very upset if you were on a subway right now. Yeah. Anyways, I'd be or in a subway. Exactly. So thankfully, you know, stretchy pants have come out for men that don't look womanly. Womanly stretchy pants. All right, my made-up word for the day is out there. And so, um, anyways, Duluth has made what they have called the ballroom jeans. Ooh, oh, I love my ballroom jeans. Because they've what they've done is they've taken a little like triangle, you know, patch. ballroom like dancing, right? Exactly. So lots of free movement is, is what they were going for. Oh, okay. And so they got a little patch under the uh, the area, the crotchlary area, the crotchly area, and uh, and what it does is when you move, it doesn't bind things up or splat them against the side of your leg. <laughs> 
Women totally understand what we're talking about. Uh, no, but all the guys do. They're like, ouchie. The guys go, ooh, splat, I've been there. So I typed in ballroom jeans, and Duluth comes up twice, and they're different prices. They're, they are rated very high, 4.5. Yeah. 4,000 4, reviews. Oh, my goodness. That is really And good. then I scoot over a little bit more, and then there's $400 rock and roll denim. Rock and roll denim. That's, that's the website. See, see, the problem is, is if you're going into rock and roll, you want things super tight. Yeah, you do, because you, you, I mean, you got to hit those high notes, man. That's right. <laughs> if everything is getting crushed, you can sing those high notes. That's right. And if you, never mind. But anyways, I do know that Duluth actually makes uh, jeans out of fire hose. And so they're extremely durable. Duluth sounds like a good company. I'm actually wearing their underwear right now, and I love them. That's awesome. Yes. These are 25. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so they're expensive, but what I like about them is they're long. And they, how do I want to say this politely? Uh, you know when you work a lot and you get a little smelly? Yep. It blocks the smell. That's awesome. Like So just so you know, guys, Duluth underwear, yeah, I'm going to get at least another couple pair. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, though their videos are amazing. I, don't I think I've heard a lot of their commercials. Yeah, they're the ones that do like the uh, like the guy stretching and he's like the opera guy. So he, like oh, yeah. they like bend down and he's like... Because his things are tight. And then they're like, ballroom jeans. And he goes down, he's like, ball. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll link it in the description. Or like, what happens if you get attacked by an angry beaver? What? <laughs> what happens when you get attacked by an angry oh, beaver? Oh, if you're wearing normal jeans, you get your, it, your legs eaten off. But if you're wearing the other jeans, they lose their teeth. And he laughs at them. I mean, it's just... That sounds like that sounds like the Old Spice commercials when they were good. Yeah, it's like the Old Spice commercials, except they do like artists. They're like cartoons rather than uh, real people, okay. so it makes it better. Cartoons are always funnier. Yeah, cartoons are always funnier. I like cartoons. We're five, as we said earlier. Yeah, we like video games, cartoons, and YouTube. And somehow we're married, and he has three kids. I fooled my way in. Yep, he's like, hey, I'm sophisticated and mature. I play instruments. Yep. <laughs> so you were every douchebag in college playing a guitar? I, I play this piano, and you're I like, play hey, this guitar. You're like, hey, baby, I play on the worship team at church. That's right. <laughs> Let's go out and talk about Jesus. <laughs> JK farts. <laughs> Get that wedding ring on. Hope I don't, and then, yeah, <laughs> you guys are married forever now because they have tattoo rings. We do have tattoo rings. Uh, we were like, yep, this is forever, so we're going to make it permanent. Until you die, and then your skin rots off your body, and then you're just a skeleton. Ah, uh, but most people actually get mummified because as much crap as they pump into them. And as much McDonald's as you eat in your lifetime. Exactly. So they actually found this lady, um, this cave lady from somewhere that they found frozen or buried. And she actually, you can still clearly see her tattoo and it actually looks halfway decent. That sounds horrible. Uh, it's very creepy, but it's still like, well, let me rephrase that getting a tattoo anytime before now sounds horrible before now, like 2019. Oh, so you're saying like anytime. Bef- what do you, what getting it? Uh, Are you saying before like getting- modern times? Oh, yeah. Going to the doctor before modern times, like back in like 
early 1900s sounds horrendous. You have this issue. I think you need to lose more blood. All right. Mm -hmm. I think we need to take out your kidneys. We're not sure what that is yet, but we're going to take them out because they're both infected, maybe? I don't know. They're not the correct color. Mm -hmm. Maybe they are. We don't know. Chop, chop, chop. Your urine is the wrong color. Oh, you died. Whoopsie. (laughs) Oh, my God. We're doctors. Also, we're insane because we like opening up people. Yeah. But anyways, tattoos are are awesome. I like tattoos. I only have one. I'm probably only ever going to get the one. But uh yeah, there's yeah, how they used to do tattoos was ridiculous. All right, so we're going to get this pine needle and we're going to spit on it. I don't know. I'd it doesn't work stuff. that way. You have to have ink of some kind. Well, yeah, you that's take what sh- you mash up some berries for. Have have you ever seen you've seen what Moana, right? Yes, I have seen Moana. Like, that's how they do tattoos. Like, used to do tattoos. I don't remember the scene. You don't remember them tattooing the dude? No, keep going. Well, anyways, they take, like, they have a sharp, it's not, I don't know if it's a stick or whatever it is, but then they they put, they dip ink into it, and then they put it, you know, they have it, and then they tap it. Oh, yeah. And they're tapping it. And in that particular scene, they're, they're showing this, like, massive tattoo that they're doing on this guy, and you hear, like, somebody in the background going, oh, eh. And it goes to this other little guy getting like this really teeny tiny tattoo. And she's like, it's okay. It will be over soon. He's like. (laughs) But anyways, there's actually a guy, a modern tattoo artist that does old school style tattooing. Oof. And um, I'll have to do the research and everything. But he's actually extremely popular and his tattoos are super expensive. Well, we'll have to do. I'll have to do the research. There's a guy who cuts your hair with a hatchet. That doesn't sound so bad. No, it doesn't, but like he gets real close, like he can do a fade. That's pretty sweet. Kind of scary. So he's not like and he throwing hit- it. <laughs> no, he hits it with a hammer. That sounds slightly scary. I don't know. Part of the story is I get my hair cut by Kenny Williams. Anyways. <laughs> Who also does not sponsor the show. <laughs> nope, nobody sponsors this. Nobody sponsors this show. We I'm are just, just really broke now because I bought all this stuff. We are free spirits. Yes, we can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want, say whatever we want. Mother! Ex- anyway. Except we're married, and so that really limits things. It does, because we can't talk about butts. Mm, Wait, yeah. we just did. Or hair. What? What? <laughs> I got yelled at for talking about the the hair in the oh shower. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. If you go back to one of our first episodes, he talks about his wife being Chewbacca. Yeah, I got I got let known about that. <laughs> oh, whatever. But it's funny She doesn't even listen to the podcast. She doesn't, but my sister's doing it. So they're like, uh, did you hear what Caleb said? And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, let's just talk about our wives all the time. All the I kn- time. I know Olivia doesn't listen to it. Because <laughs> it's too cringy for her. <laughs> too cringy? I don't know. Don't ask me. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, and Google Play. And uh, message us on Instagram, uh, Morning Eggnog. Yes, Morning Eggnog. Uh, one word. And if you type in James Font Podcast, I'm going to change the network eventually to something different. But James Font Podcast is right now. So thank you so much. And uh, have a lovely morning, morning, afternoon, or night. See ya. Love you. Kisses. Kisses. Drive fast. Take chances. Smoke grass. And weed. It's the same thing. I know.